Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Enjoying a wonderful, well, enjoying the day after getting off the vanilla job, of course. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. <laughs> Most definitely. And how has your day been and your, well, your weekend, actually? It's been good. Did, went out a little bit for Halloween. Oh. And just been, like, relaxing, you know, decompressing from my last L.A. trip. And then I'm getting ready to go to L.A. again in a few Okay, then. So tell, so tell us about the L.A. trip. Well, well, actually, before you tell the L.A. trip, what did you do for, for Halloween? What did you do for it? Um, so we went to a couple shows, me and uh, a few of my friends. We a few, like, uh, concerts, like EDM shows out here. Went to Area 15. And, uh, yeah, just, like, hung out and walked around Fremont a little bit, saw everybody's costumes and mm. all that fun stuff. Hey. And what's some of the craziest costumes you saw that night? Oh, man, craziest costumes. Well, <clears throat> my favorite costume that I saw somebody have, like a Price is Right um, contestant. Like they had a podium and everything. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is elaborate. <laughs> Loved it. But Oh, my um, God. That was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Such a like celebrity, like celebrity that I thought were really cool. That seemed to be kind of like a theme this year. Oh, most definitely. So, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure the costumes was very interesting, and no telling what, um, what which you probably ran into while you was out there. But I'm sitting here looking at you did a BDSM scene recently. Yes. Oh God, hold on. Let me do the part two because we about to get into that too. So <laughs> we about to get into that guy. I'm looking at it right now. Hold on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get a profile, and it'll tell you everything you need to do. I am your host, Kevin Alvin Subway Champ. You know what it is. You want to see my porn, you want to see, listen to my music, my social media, you can do all that. All you got to do is hit one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. We're also sponsored by the Facebook and LS community, lsworld.com. Go there today, get yourself a profile and start your journey into the lifestyle or continue your journey to the lifestyle today. And... We are probably on the GW District Black Podcasting Network, multiple podcasts giving you the black experience. Plus, go to shopgwdistrict.com and experience some great shopping from over 500 black retailers. So go to shopgwdistrict, buy black, support black business so we can build a black economy so we can create generational wealth. And every Monday night, Monday Night Smoke on K97FM, the official radio station for porn. 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. You get to hear me chop it up with a lovely lady from the industry or a gent. And we're talking about the business of porn. So come catch that smoke and tune in every Monday night. Now, I'm sitting here. This is a uh, special episode, a bring back episode, of course. And I'm going to let the lady introduce herself. Hey, I'm Celeste Luna. 
back again. Yes, yes, yes. And we are happy to have her back. She is a smoke buddy. You will hear more from her. She'll be on other episodes. Trust me on that. But uh, I take it that this shot was done during your trip to L.A.? Yes. And I have to say, this was an off-the-hook scene. Okay, then tell us, tell everybody who you work with. How did you end up getting getting booked for the shoot and about the shoot? So I um, I actually planned this whole scene out myself. I okay. um, reached out to a male talent uh, that I've like me and him have followed each other for a long time. Um, have always wanted to work together, and we find. Um, mm-hmm. he, on social media, he's gentleman Saul. Um, he's, mm-hmm. uh, from England, but he lives here, um, now. And okay. I just had this like idea to do like a fun, intense blasphemy kind of BDSM scene. Um, I, you know, had this nun outfit and just had this like idea to like, you know, come to my, my priest and, you know, have to do this confession for, mm-hmm. you know, worldly sins. And mm-hmm. he, you know, is a pretty, like, and like has a wide variety of fun toys and, and things yes, to play with. Yes, so. a lot. Yes, I yeah. Do. So, <laughs> so he brought over a big bag and I kind of picked things into and, uh, kind of guide the scene there. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I mean, you like hit a lot of it, 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 BDSM bondage, uh, mm-hmm. torture, the electric play. I'm sitting there like, oh shit. Yes. Okay, <laughs> tell me about the electric play. Okay, so I've always wanted to electricity. I've like been I saw it at a play party that I went to, like several super intrigued. Um and I've just never no one's ever had any of the toys and this zapper and I was like, Oh my god, yes, like I wanna play with that so bad. So that was actually like the first time I've like done any kind of play with that and mm-hmm. it was fun it was definitely intense at times <laughs> oh yeah you even pulled out the clothespins on the oh yeah board. yeah that was because you don't see a lot of girls do that and clothespins are in like scene. fine yeah oh my gosh she is a pain slut i love it <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean to be a dog because that means because when you deal with a pace like it, it's a lot it's it's more fun because she's more open to do things to try things than 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 mm-hmm. other than other subs yeah or slaves. you know i even love the bondage of how he had you bound um yes that yes. shit was you know period so it was kind of like how long it took y'all to film um, so that scene total took about from setting it up all the way to the end, probably uh, I'd say three hours, three or four hours. Okay. And we got about like an hour and a half of like footage out of mm. that. 
just you know breaks and like making you know moving the camera around because we didn't have a camera person for this it was just like we did it all ourselves so it was you know it was fun it was it was fun uh one time uh i was completely bound up and we were uh trying to move the camera around and he's Mm. like anywhere and i was like oh okay i'll i'll try not to (laughs) (laughs) i won't go too far (laughs) so so who came up with the idea of, of of how to be bound um, um, well, I had the idea of the legs, like I wanted my legs kind of up and he mm-hmm. bound like, cause there's like a shibari top your legs together like that. Yeah. So I had the idea for the legs and then he had the idea to bound, bind my hand. Uh, prayer yeah. post to, you know, just feed more into that blasphemy. Mm-hmm. And see, also, like I said, you had it, the the story, the spanking with the Bible. <laughs> yeah, you can have a you can have a lot of the religious people very upset at you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, this bitch didn't just get spanked with the Bible. Oh, God. I know. Someone was like, not the Bible. That's <laughs> a good book. Very but, good. It was a very good paddle. I will say that. So it's because it's yeah actually because nothing more solid in the Bible. I'm sorry that yeah shit. I didn't hey hey it, it, I never I don't know why pe- more people didn't think about spanking it <laughs> spanking the ass with it too. Yeah, it's a thick book. <laughs> yeah. So with the Hitachi, uh, it it it's 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 like I just see you enjoying yourself. Um, <laughs> because because I said in with the Hitachi like. Speak upon the feeling of being completely bound and can't do anything, especially with Hitachi on the pussy. So it's super intense. Forced orgasms are definitely really, really intense. Um, and mm. there was a point too where I had the gag in as well. So like I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't move or like say, you know, I I can't do anything about it, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of like. You're fighting it, but you're also kind of like letting go mm-hmm. and just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, giving in to like when, you know, the Dom is going to allow you to finally like come or like take a break from it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, do. I like it. <laughs> Ooh, well, most definitely. I see y'all have gotten doggy style and, and missionary. And plus also the setup of the room uh, of the area. Um. It was it it was grungy. It was you know yeah. like in the basement of of the church. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and plus, yes. even with the lighting, um, this is what I mean by a scene that tells a story and it tells a story throughout. You know, period. And plus, like I said, you also hitting the niche of BDSM. Um, like I'm just sitting here speeches, just sitting here just watching the thing. It's like people, you need to go to her page and take a look at this shit. This is hot. So where where so be it that this BDSM is bondage, be it that now the sites are now being a little restricted on what we do. Um, how you go about where you're gonna put it, all that. So yeah really cracking down on that with the whole MasterCard visa censoring yeah. issues. So 
There is another uh, performer. Uh, their name's Sophie Ladder. They, um, mm. she put together a whole Google Doc, a whole chart of like every single site and what they allow and what they don't allow, and constantly. So, whenever we were kind of discussing what we were gonna do in the scene, like we checked that chart a few times to mm-hmm. see, like, okay, did the sites that we use mostly allow? these things and mm. for the most part like these like mini bits only fans uh mm-hmm. fansly stuff like that like they're they're okay with like the, the level at which we took it you know like if there was mm-hmm. any you know blood involved or like um yeah certain types of bondage like certain um if you know all of your limbs are tied together mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm you know you can't post that on certain sites but we we do mm. check that chart pretty often to like make sure like we can navigate mm. that and find you know where we are allowed to do it and then we can always sell it you know prior mm. people or through our websites and stuff mm. too so most definitely so and, and uh it's and the thing about when you do BDSM scenes, it even from my experience, is that um, you have to give them all aftercare. Oh yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. you gotta rub a head like it. Yeah, you did a good job. <laughs> yeah, I think people sometimes forget about that in like a porn scene because like as soon yeah. as you know it's done they're like okay i'm done but like it's soup it's way important and like a bdsm scene to like still do that and like check in and all of mm-hmm. that throughout so mm-hmm. um, and see too also the fact that you practice bdsm in your personal life helped to make the scene even more authentic and him being a dom made it more yes. authentic how important yes. was it to you to make that scene authentic um pretty important with with these certain types of you know bdsm like the electro play the certain kinds of bondage ties like it's pretty important to like know what you're doing and like be knowledgeable and like know what to do if something goes wrong too so mm-hmm. having that practice like in in your personal life like you're way more prepared like when a camera is rolling so that you know when I'm in subspace I need to like fully trust that like my dom is in control of what's happening good or bad so that like I'm safe so it was super important to me and I and you know him and I have followed each other for a really long time so I've seen kind of like his knowledge and like what he does so I felt really good in doing that and uh, mm, true, and being true. able to like completely let go and allow the scene to kind of just go where it goes. Yeah, because um, part of the thing when you do a BDSM scene is that you have to have trust between the talents. That's why, mm-hmm. like, even when I work with girls, especially when I work with them on a continuous basis, I made it a point for them to. It, we didn't do the BDSM scene the first go the first day. We might did the second day, so that one we can break the ice and mm-hmm. somewhat, you know, what I'm saying to where it's 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 that trust is settled, especially face to face, you know. Absolutely. And plus, also, it's a good thing to be in touch and have conversation with your male talent slash dom that's in this. Mm-hmm. 
You feel me? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And discuss like, pe- you know, your limits and what you're comfortable with, you know, your safe words and your safe motions and stuff like that. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. super important. Yeah, most definitely. So, um, so was that the only person you worked with? Cause I'm pretty sure you, that wasn't the only person you shot with. <laughs> I no, know you probably so- got it in. I'm pretty sure you got it in while he was in LA. Oh yeah. So go ahead. So I also worked uh, for uh, Jeff's models. I shot for them. Uh, They're kind of like a, yeah, like a BBW chubby um, studio. Trust me, I've been in the business long enough. I know who Jeff Models is. Shout (laughs) out to him. Yes, and that was really fun. Um, So I did a solo scene for them, and then I did a a boy-girl scene with them also. and then I also did a boy-girl scene with uh, Claudio from Perv City. Um, okay. Yeah, so that was super fun. Just a little mm-hmm. kind of intimate kind of sex scene there. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little different than the BDSM, but it was still mm-hmm. still some. Now, some now, now, when you time. say now, 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 when you say with Claudio, um, you say it was mm-hmm. intimate. You know. Yeah. Paint the pictures. How how intimate was it? So this romantic kind of just like, you know, me and him in the bedroom, just, you know, getting to know each other's bodies and exploring some fun sex. Um, there was like, you know, pussy eating, blowjobs, like you know feet mm-hmm. armpits mm-hmm. like all kind of stuff going on just really like body exploring and and fun <laughs> <laughs> so it was like yeah y'all were doing more of a fetish making love sensual sex scene yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it's kind of like um which is interesting because i always that you don't see a lot of sensual scenes in yeah. porn nowadays. And you yeah. don't, you really don't, you barely even see kissing anymore. Yeah. You know, period. What, what do you think of that? I like kissing. I think it's hot. I, I, a lot of my scenes, I do like to have kissing and stuff in it because, mm-hmm. I mean, it turns me on. So I feel like it turns other people on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I guess some people, you know, they have their boundaries with that. So I definitely respect it. Um, but, yeah, I, I have noticed that, like, sometimes you don't even, like, see any kind of connection other than the penetration happening. Yeah. And, and to me, I think kissing makes the scene sensual. It makes it more sexy. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 two, it, especially if the two people know how to kiss and it's a passionate, get strong kiss, it mm-hmm. it makes the viewer be more turned on, and it, yeah. and, and it gives you know what I'm saying. And it's a good and, and it gives that connection that a straight fuck scene where y'all not kissing would necessarily give, you know. Right. Me. So, but but like I said, I guess I'm just old school because <laughs> <So, laughs> these new age shit, I be like. Man, get the hell out of here. You're you going to pretend that she's your next door neighbor. You ain't going to sit there and want to kiss her. the hell out of here. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shit, that's one of the things you think about doing. You want to tug yeah. it down and, and fuck the hell out of it, you know? But it's like I said, I mean, I, for what I'm saying, that's what I like about you is that you old school porn with it. 
Because like yeah. I said, th even with the BDSM scene, it was thought process put into it. The mm -hmm. execution was great for what I've seen. And plus it was different. It stood out. And especially in a day where porn is dominated by the reality, the reality conversation, uh, um, OnlyFans, the six minute, mm -hmm. she sucking off, he busting nut bullshit. You know, it's kind of, it's building the fantasy. And yeah. that is what's missing in the game. And to me, that's also in many ways hurt the porn star because it makes the porn star less of a factor in the game because when other people can come in and do it, Mm -hmm. They were like, what makes a porn star special? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. You're just kind of like a body at that point instead of like kind of bringing your personality or your take or your creativity like to the scene. It's just kind of like, all right, let's do the sex. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay, and okay. I've. I've noticed that too, whenever I collab with people, like I'll, I'll try to have like some, you know, not necessarily like a scripted storyline, but some kind mm -hmm. of storyline going on and, and I'll get the comment a lot of like, oh, wow, I don't really do a lot of like storyline scenes, but like everyone always has like a really good time and like loves yeah. the final product. And it's like, yeah, like it's something you haven't done, but like maybe you should be doing it because it's more, it's a little bit more fun when you can kind of role play in it and like kind of mm -hmm. go somewhere. Yeah, you know, it, it's, I turned on so many girls to doing role play scenes when I worked because they enjoyed the scenes that I came up with, you know, yeah. because with me, I try to do, I wanted to be believable, but the same token, still a fantasy. Like I had a girl pretend that she was the, the, the first female president. Um, yeah. had a, you know, what I'm saying, had a, a a female court pretend to be my boss, you know. Period. Uh, yeah, the best friend, you know, what I'm saying. Uh, one of my favorite ones was she was a nurse, but she was an escort dressed as a nurse that came to the wrong room. Oh, <laughs> double. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I kind of like, yeah, and I kind of like that. That that little bit of uh you know comedy at the end, something to make you laugh or what have you. But the point is to tell the story. Right. And 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 that's what's missing. There's no storytelling in this game no more. Yeah. And to yeah, me, that's what makes the game that. boring now. Yeah, it's like really playing on like that amateur, you know, aspect of it. And and I do like the pro amateur kind of kind of vibe like you know I, we still used a tripod and stuff like that but it's mm -hmm. like there's still a lot of like care or like you know thought that's going into it yeah it's it's, it's like put it this way the grunge look that y'all did it was a point to it yeah because of what y'all trying to hit with the type scene you were doing because y'all was doing something that was outside the norm the the priest is giving you a dick dick exorcism. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it made sense for it to look like that versus y'all, you in some lingerie and he just butt ass neck and y'all fucking. Right. It don't make sense. You know, like I remember saw a girl do a game bang as a nun, but there was no setup to the game bang and why she was dressed as a nun. Yeah. You, and and it's kind of like 
Yeah, and it takes away from the fantasy because there's no setup and no story. They were like, well, why are you dress up as a nun? You could have been just butt-ass naked if you are going to fuck all seven dudes. Right. And not say anything. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah. So it's like... So shoot, so... And I see even with the scenes that you did now with Jeff Models, now was all these paid with this content? Uh so with Jeff's models, it was paid. Yeah, the other okay, was just okay. content. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what do you have you do in those scenes? In that sense, for that we did for the solo. We um, I kind of like showed off my body, kind mm -hmm. of showed off like my boobs, my butt, my belly, like to the audience, and then mm -hmm. I played with a few different toys, and okay. then he had gotten like a new, um, like male torso toy with like a dildo on it so <laughs> i've never used one of those so that was fun i'm I sorry i had to laugh that. i had to laugh i was like okay <laughs> no it was interesting i got to name him his name's ralph oh <laughs> so, and, yeah, see, and ralph had made her must have come hard in the motherfucker because because she it. yes <laughs> left an impression <laughs> Oh my goodness. And, yeah. And then we did a boy girl scene after that. Okay then. So who is the who did you work with on the boy girl scene? Um, his name's Jay Crew. Okay. Okay, that yeah, 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 yeah. Older gent. Um yeah, yeah he's mm -hmm. is that's his regular dude, it's the day to say the least. Um yeah. <laughs> and everything. So so it's like now now here's the the kicker. You went from doing the solo or what have you. Mm -hmm. something he does he has the girl do the solo and then do the scene then he does the solo get you warmed up for the boy girl well so the i think that's kind of what it kind of like used for like i kind of he had like a bunch of toys and it was like i got to kind of pick which ones like you know i liked most and really just kind of like warmed myself up for that scene and then Mm -hmm. Um, we did, um, the action shots for the boy girl scene after that and just like, um, kind of warmed up a little bit that way. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so tell us about the boy girl scene. Tell us how, it, you know, say how it went down, how it went, you know, um, and even to the point, the difference, uh, of how working with models and then working with cardio, but go ahead. So, like, straightforward. It wasn't, like, any kind of, like, you know, storyline or anything like that. It was, like, oh, like, you just, you know, did this solo and you're all warmed up. Now let's play. And, um, but it was really fun. Um, you know, took, you know, not that long to, like, get all the scenes we needed to do. And it was, like, mm -hmm. um. I don't know. I'd say it was a pretty good set. I I had good direction. The camera person that was there and like, you know, Jay was really good and like, you know, fucks really well. So it was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I heard he gotten many good reviews for what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. So um so with um the question, because I had this conversation with somebody, what do you prefer the most? But not saying uh, it prefer the most. 
the paid gigs or the content? <sighs> That's really hard because, you know, I, I don't know. I live with, like, the paid gigs that I do. So the, the ones I find are still really fun and, like, mm-hmm. I still get really, like, like it's a, a paid shoot, but I still mm-hmm. get to keep, you know – some of the content and like all the pictures and stuff like that so like i still get you know some that as well and Mm. um i I find that it's it's kind of less work to do the paid shoots because Mm. i don't have to like edit the videos or like do Mm. any of the setup or any of that but if it's Mm. like a scene like the bdsm scene i did where like I put a lot of thought and effort and work into it. It's like just mm-hmm. as rewarding as like getting, you know, paid right off the bat for it. So I don't know. That's tough. Because see, the thing of it is, is that I think <clears throat> I always ask girls this. What's that one paid gig that you wish you had that was yours? That you <sighs> wish you could have posted? <laughs> you you look back and say, "Damn, I wish that was mine." <laughs> well, like I don't know, because my main goal isn't to be like mainstream or like do a bunch of paid gigs. Like I have always kind of mm-hmm. wanted to be independent mm-hmm. and kind of like just kind of make my own name. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I don't know. I've always really liked taboo, like crazy mm-hmm. porn sets. You know, like the. Mm-hmm the taboo family porn sets. I've always been like, oh, I want to get that gig maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> but see, the, because the thing about it is, um, the reason why I say that, because the thing about, because which I want you to get into, how do you select your porn gigs, is that content is king. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, when you look at a female that might do a game bank, and she got paid for it, that might be the only game bait that she ever did. Mm-hmm. But she can't sell it. She can't make money with it. And that, that's why I tell females, it's good to do content trade. Yeah. Always be open to doing content trade. Actually do content trade more so than you doing the paid gigs because you never want the industry to have more content of you than you have of yourself. Absolutely, yeah. You know, period. Because you mm-hmm. want the people to come back to you because it's you or what have you. So it's um now let's go back when you said you're selective about your pay gigs. What do you look for in a pay gig that makes you say, I'll take it? Because apparently money is not necessarily the main, let's say, ingredient for you to go ahead and make the to make the sauce. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of look at like who they've worked with before like what kind of content they make like if it like aligns with like kind of the stuff I do you know if it's too if it's too kind of out there or like maybe you know I'm not really a look that I see too much on their page I don't think it it might do very well I might pass on it or if it's just like you know kind of in how they approach me or like you know how they're Mm -hmm. negotiating the price you know the gig or whatever it's like if Mm -hmm. I'm not really vibing with it I'll just kind of pass or you know sometimes people will hit me up and I'm 
be tested at that moment because I'm going to be out of town doing something Mm -hmm. else or whatever and it just doesn't line up but um, mainly it's just kind of like what what they're doing like on social media like kind of Mm -hmm. what content they're doing and if it's vibing with me if I feel like it's something that enjoy doing like is this gonna if Mm -hmm. am I gonna be actually getting off or am I gonna just kind of have to go through the motions (laughs) like that I think about that too because it's like you know Mm -hmm. uh, I am having sex still like I do kind of want it to be fun and be authentic and and if it's where I'm at then it's like uh I'll I'll pass on it yeah because a lot of people realize when you do Peggy sometimes you don't have choice in the male talent Exactly. And you may yeah. not get to meet them till then versus with content trade, you get to establish a working relationship, networking, and a camaraderie mm-hmm. with the talent, whether it's female or, or, or male. That's why, okay, it was funny. When I came to the game, girls didn't want to do content trade. They just want to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> now, it then switched. More girls rather do content or, well, content didn't necessarily do the paid gigs. Yeah. You know, which, which actually, and nowadays, you really don't need to pay gigs to even get exposure anymore. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, you know, you can do a paid trade where, like, you just yeah. take a slightly less, you know, smaller rate and you get to keep everything and distribute yeah. it yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 I was still in the game, I would have to do if if I did that, it had to be somebody really a calculated risk, as 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 a businessman told me. That I know that it's guaranteed, you know, period, or what have you. Um because it's because when you're talking about paid content trade, because Mm -hmm. I didn't seen this before. Dang how it's supposed to go, but hey, to, to each his own, you know, mm-hmm. period. Um, because it from from my school of thought and for where I came from, and it's still done today. Um, if I pay you, you you get nothing. I might give you the pics, but you ain't getting the vid. Yeah, you know, period, you know, yeah. and at, at the end of the day, and then or we do content trade, you get everything. Yeah, you know, period. So it's like I said, it's a new day, a new age, man. How, they, how people do it. Yeah, and I think because everyone has sort of like a different network or way to distribute. Mm-hmm. So it's like if the company, you know, kind of knows, like, all right, I know I'm, I have these members. They're gonna buy this. It's, it's, you know, I'm gonna make money off of it. Mm-hmm. And the person that they're working with is like, you know, only putting it on OnlyFans or like maybe only putting a few bits and pieces here and there for promotion it's like yeah like Mm -hmm. it kind of works out for both but it's like it's definitely not like what happens every time you know Mm -hmm. you kind of have to decide when that's appropriate (laughs) so so the question is because even did the bonded scene or what have you Mm -hmm. um would you do a bondage gangbang I feel like if the opportunity arises, then I can't see why I would say no. <laughs> that would be because that which you don't see every day. Now that yeah, which you don't see like, every day. And like a gangbang is definitely like a fantasy that I've had and I've wanted to 
you know, explore like through my work. Mm-hmm. Um, gangbangs are so hard to plan though. Oh my Yeah. Because see, because <laughs> see, what people realize if if how can I put this? A porn gangbang <laughs> is because you just so happen to ran to a group of male talents and it's usually gonna happen during convention time. Mm-hmm. That's yes. one time you're gonna be able to get that many guys. But as an actual yes. gangbang itself, it is fucking damn near impossible because you got to convince guys to be able to sit in the room and fuck in front of yep. other guys. Yeah, and that and, and and the average dude just can't do that. Uh uh-uh. uh, it's so hard. <laughs> you know, period. That that's why now as I tell you, you see a true gangbang is is one chick. Yeah, let's make that clear. Yeah. If it got more than two chicks, it's not a gangbang. It's basically just an orgy. It's, it's just orgy, more favor. Yeah. It's more favor to the woman because she got more dicks than there is pussy. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that why we treat Yeah, we doing the gang. No, no, y'all doing the orgy. It's just two chicks, man. No, stop lying to the people. Yes, that's an orgy. Come on. It, it, why, why do people try to make that a gangbang with two chicks? I don't know. They're confused. They're confused. I'm like it's 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 just like a bukkake is dudes jerk off and bust in your face. It's not a blow bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's you don't suck no dick in the video. You just sitting there, just taking that in the face. Yes. <coughs> See, it's funny how people merge things and make it what it's not necessarily is. I just find mm-hmm. that interesting in this world and Shit, just like with the BDSM, cause um, it's okay. We about to have a re- we about to have a convo real quick, all right? Okay. Now, you have been in BDSM for for majority of your life, pretty much. Yeah, for a while. Okay then. Now, there have been arguments. It's interesting. I'm having this with a white lady, redhead. But um, the conversation of BBC sluts, queen of spades, kings of spades. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you what's your opinion on that. Um, so I personally don't find that kind of stuff appropriate. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it does fetishize, um, you know, the black male body and all of that. And as a white woman, like, I definitely don't feel comfortable applying that kind of stuff to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that kind of plays back into, like, you know, when you asked me about taking certain paid shoots, like, I yeah. have turned down some before that, you know, they told me, mm-hmm. like, oh, this is going to be, like, a my first time with a BBC. And it's like, well it's not my first time with a black guy I've had I <laughs> it's definitely not accurate and also like I don't I don't really play into those kind of fetishes mm. or troops or race play or anything mm. um I you know there are people who consent to it and like that's kind of their prerogative um mm. but for me personally I don't I don't do any of that kind of stuff now the interesting part about that, because you said, because like I said, we we talk about real shit on here. Now, yeah. You said the fetishizing of black men. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, to me, when I hear someone say that, I'm like, 
well, black men fetishize white women. <laughs> let's keep it one hundred. Let's keep it. Let's keep it one hundred. Let's keep it motherfucking one hundred. Every black man has fetishized a white woman. Yeah. Every black man's fetishized a Hispanic woman. That that when it comes to race or what have you. Now, okay. To me. I, when when I look at King of Spades and Queens of Spades, mm-hmm. it is a it don't necessarily have to be white, but for the sake of the argument, for devil's advocate, white. Mm-hmm. King of Spades, if I'm correct, is a white man who's basically saying that he sub- he submits, he adores, he worships black women. Same thing with Queen of Spades. All right. Now, <laughs> I look at it like this in this sense. It's BDSM. If I'm going to question that, then I'm going to have to question the whole BDSM within itself. Well, sometimes I see, like, especially in porn, I see mm-hmm. the black man very much being, like, totally only being there for like his penis and like sometimes being referred to Mm -hmm. as a bull which is like Mm -hmm. very animalistic and just kind of plays into some like some areas that maybe I'm not necessarily Mm -hmm. comfortable or don't necessarily yeah um and and I think there are some forms that might be lighter than that and Mm -hmm. like you know the worshiping or whatever i think in adoring mm-hmm. is i think on the like more positive end and i've yeah. seen a lot of like of, i've seen it go a lot into the negative direction which mm-hmm. is where it it gets a little like dicey and like i have an unpopular opinion where it's like if adults are consenting to that and they want to play into that like they're adults they can do that yeah but I, I think once it starts being filmed and like released to the public eye it's being mm-hmm. released to people who maybe aren't like, consenting to viewing that or participating or whatever mm-hmm. that's where like i kind of have an unpopular opinion where it's like if you want to participate in race play or do any mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff like you can do that in your private life but mm-hmm. it's like the the making it and like profiting off of it is where mm-hmm. I start to get like a little iffy on it because it's like mm-hmm. white people shouldn't be profiting off of black bodies in that way. If a black mm-hmm. body wants to profit off that, fuck yeah, do that shit. But I don't feel like <laughs> white people should be profiting off of that. Like in my opinion, like that's not their it, place. It's 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 to me. It's like this. I for one. I'm a logical person, maybe because I'm a Taurus. And I look at, you know, it's like mathematics, one plus one equals two. Mm-hmm. Interracial became the thing. Yeah. Around, I got to say, 2013. Uh-huh. Okay. Interracial. I did a whole show about this. Interracial cut out black women, black mm-hmm. BBWs. Yeah, but guess what? It but guess what? It increased black male talent. Black men, yeah. Okay, the reason why because the fan base, which is made up of a hundred percent men, black, white, 
Hispanic, everything else, want to see a black man with a white woman. Mm -hmm. Hands down. Now, at the end of the day, also you have, of course, cuckold. Yeah. About that. Okay. Now, the point I'm getting to is, to me, a lot of the arguments that we have sometimes are hypocritical to this to this degree. Mm -hmm. Because one, when it comes to porn, we are actors and actresses. We portray roles that we may not necessarily necess portray. Yeah. For example, you might portray us. You might betray. Uh, you betrayed a nun, but yeah. you're not a nun. <laughs> you get me? You me? We betray right. a fantasy. That's our job. Yeah, and At like the end to of the a day, lot of people, what I made is pr probably pretty offensive to some people. Yeah. So. You had Mia Khalifa who got death threats from Al Qaeda because she was dressed in a habib. Mm -hmm. So, but this was a interpretation and a a a movie. We are actors. Right. We are actresses. I liken it no different than Leonardo DiCaprio and Django. He yeah, said the N word one hundred thirty seven and almost won the Oscar, but no one better than I. Yeah, I'm not if sure. we're in with to me when we start censoring and questioning the art, you hurt the mm -hmm. art form and you take a lot away from it. Now, yeah, no, I don't agree. Like I was watching this documentary of this wrestling company called XPW, and it was this guy who. Him, but he took it to the extreme. He had knives, blood, the whole night, all that shit. And then, of course, he got yeah. in a lot of trouble with the government. Mm -hmm. I can't think of his name. You might know who I'm talking about. It, it, was, it, it was called Dark Side of the Ring. Y'all need to go check it out. Good shit. But, yeah, look that up. but the thing of it is, is to me, us as artists, part of our art is giving of ourselves and giving our interpretations and, and what we see. So to me, this is how I look at it. As long as you don't say the N-word when that camera is off, we fine. But if I'm doing a scene that I'm trying to present with the N-word, because I did a race play scene, I'm about to break down the race play scene how it was. Mm -hmm. She was a white woman that was an escort. Racist. Did not want to fuck a black dude. I pretended on the phone that I was not a black dude. I get there. I give her my credit card. My money means more than your racism. By the end of the scene, she wants to fuck more black dudes. Okay. Yes, she did. She did. The, she did the N word. She did say the N word, but at the same token, I was also called cracker and and every other white slang it is because this mm -hmm. because it's a type of BDSM. It's a type of BDSM. It's a part of the BDSM lifestyle. Mm -hmm. This. So to me, when we question something like this, not everything has to be racial. It's made racial because the people that are not in it don't understand it. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, because that's how I look at it. Because at the end of the day, they can look at us funny because I got you bent over beating the hell out your ass with a damn paddle. Or <laughs> yeah. is a woman who does age play, does that make the Dom a pedophile? I, I, don't, I don't think so. It's still an you, adult, you, you, you know. You 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 get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So it's like to me, I think we move the goalposts too much sometimes. 
Yeah. Maybe it's this generation or what have you. Because, like I said, to me, what you made was beautiful art. But to the cancel culture, God, she just got blasphemy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> blasphemy. Shit, I, I can name some horror films that got that beat this shit out. Right. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. nothing. <laughs> yeah. But no, but like I said, I mean, that's that, that the reason why I asked because I wanted people's opinions. You know, people, yeah. Because... And like, I definitely understand like your viewpoint on that. Um, and um, I think it's, you know, censoring, you know, art, theater, film, it's, it's, always it's it's definitely like a slip yeah to start censoring one thing it leaves room to start censoring other things and i yeah. feel like that's kind of where we're at with like the way the sites are treating fetishes too like yeah. they got a little they got a little you know banning certain ones and now they're just crazy with shit and it's like you know if people are consenting and people are fully aware of what's going on it's like you kind of have to step back and allow to express themselves that way yeah and um you know let them let them live their life that way you know because because to me it's we are presenting an art form and i think with only fans the normalizing that what has been lost the art Mm mm-hmm and see. It's very like instant gratification, you know, like every day has to be something new. So it's like it takes that creativity out of it. Yeah. And and we do porn. Because to me, it like this, you, you, you may not consider yourself, which I'm pretty sure you can see yourself. You're a porn star. Yeah. You are the definition of a porn star. So people can understand what a porn star is. They pursue mm-hmm. the career of porn. They shoot at a high level. They don't. Mm-hmm. They just don't shoot with a fucking phone. They actually do a professional fucking shoot. They take professional pictures. They are. They are. They become a professional at what they do, yes. and they make and they make the look of the professional. They have multiple sites. If you only got an OnlyFans, I don't count you as a porn star. I can't. Yeah. I no. can't. If you ain't shot in front of a fucking cameraman, an actual camera, I can't count you as a porn star. I don't give a uh-huh. damn. You could have fucked a porn star for I'm concerned. If you shot with that phone, no, you're not a porn star. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's like a totally different level when, you know, you're on a set, you know. Yeah. Because see, it because when you're on set, just like the stuff that she was describing. You got to think about the camera. The well, only thing a cameraman allows you to do is not worry about moving the camera. <laughs> right. You still have right. to know your angles and open up to the camera and like, you know, you know, look hot for the camera, not just, you know. Yeah. And then and then if you are the creator, you also within the scene thinking of what to do next. Yep. So you know, if not, so you got to add that balance of enjoying the fucking at the same token. Where are we taking this fucking? Yep, <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. Oh. And that's kind of why in that BDSM scene, I was like, I'll pick out the implements, I'll pick out the toys, and then you can just take it from there, so that I don't have to think about that <laughs> because it's a lot. 
and when you're in subspace yeah. and stuff it's like kind of hard to snap back and forth and like you know do that yeah because you got to think he, he he got to retie you up and what if you got to go use the bathroom <laughs> right. he got to yeah. untie you take it put it right back mm-hmm. on you know what i'm saying and then say told he got to get back hard and 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 get back in it in, into the mood because see yeah a straight through shoot and a stop and go shoot is a straight through shoot there's nothing breaking up the action there's yeah. nothing breaking up the mo breaking up the momentum yeah the momentum when you're doing the type of shoot you were doing the momentum gets breaking like that because mm-hmm. you got to move the camera so now you got to pick mm-hmm. it back up you know so it's like speak to that type shoot and having to do that and then picking up the energy and picking up the intensity from, from, so from it, cold. Yeah, so luckily we were in kind of a smaller space, so moving the camera wasn't too difficult. He could kind of just, you know, hold over, but it, it was like, you know, there would be a point where I would look over and I'd be like, ooh, like, I think we need to get a closer shot of this because it would be a lot hotter closer. So I would like kind of make a little motion and like tell him, you know, to stop and, and move the camera. And then like, it kind of, we would give ourselves like maybe 10 or 15 seconds and then like go back into it. And Mm -hmm. luckily, like, because him and I have like known each other, you know, online for a couple of years, interacted, mm-hmm. been fans of each other's work. We were kind of like still very in in it. Um there weren't mm-hmm. any other like outside distractions. Like if we were on like a regular set with like a video person and maybe a PA and like other people around, like I could see that being very distracting. And having to and kind then, of like a second and like get back into that headspace. And then now I got to ask the question because I didn't you say he's from England, so he has like yes. a good English accent, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so 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 him playing him playing the priest with the English accent. Oh god. It was perfect. Was- <laughs> it was so good. It's just this is perfect. So I mean now y'all a good couple uh, working together. I'm I'm curious to see what other creation that y'all will probably do. Yeah, we're we're already good. kind of thinking of a of like a round two on this on this nun mm. priest thing. <laughs> oh my god! Now now now, are you gonna go full blown with the face makeup and all that? Um, I think yeah, we want to get it a little more grittier and a little more hardcore. So to, to, well, like you actually fully possessed. <laughs> I, I think so. We're talking about an exorcism. He has a demon cock sheath, and Ooh. we're gonna do like a squirting exorcism and all kinds of stuff. So, see, 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 I smell her. Damn, <laughs> she about to make a series. But no, but yeah. like I said, but, <laughs> but no, but seeing like that, it 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 stands out. It stands out of what's already out there now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Thank you. Really. Well, See, and, and the fact that, like I said, once again, that you are authentic, you're authentic sub, which is even, yes. even, even more wonderful out of this piece. So it was like you was at home. Definitely. Yeah. I had a really good time. <laughs> so do you have a dom in your, your normal life? Um, Currently, I don't. No, it's been a while. 
So, so have you had doms in the past? I have. Um, oh. uh, there's been two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a slave, slave before. <laughs> it was, it was, it's, it's the one thing I can say. It's from a dom point of view, finding someone who's true to the lifestyle is hard. Yeah. I mean, this the same. Like, there's a lot of guys who will be like, "Oh, I'm into BDSM," or "Oh, I'm kinky," and then you you find out it's like they they like to barely spank you, and it's like, <laughs> um, no, that's not that's not really it. But okay, <laughs> no, it's 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 like I tell anyone: if you have sex a lot with your sub or your slave, then you're not a real dog. Yeah. There's it's because a lot it's not more that goes yeah, into that than just sex. Yeah, because it's 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 supposed to be mental. Mm-hmm. You know that that's the aspect it's supposed to be. What have you? Yeah. You know whether it's she's on all fours and I got my foot on her back, like she's a footstool. <laughs> oh, see, we did we did a little bit of in this video, Ooh. so yeah, there's a little bit of all kinds of things in in these videos. So. Let's see. She bring back memories. <laughs> <laughs> because like because it, it, it's like it's just funny. Like out of the blue, it used to be that it was taboo as fuck. No one really talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of the blue, everybody wants to be a dom, everybody wants to be a sub. Mm-hmm. You know, it just like, like I said, Greg came out and everyone uh, thought that was it. <laughs> That's the movie that thou shall not be named out this motherfucker. I do not like that movie. No, <laughs> it's so awful. It's 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 to me kind of it has nothing to do with BDSM. It just really no. when you really look at it is yeah. I, I don't know, but hey, it's to each their own, I guess. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't but, I can't stand it. <clears throat> But um, but no, it's it's to me. I think, but when you normalize something or you try to normalize, it, especially to monetize it, because mm-hmm. I think that's what really happened is that a lot of people have monetized the lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, periods and stuff. So yeah, the look, everything. Yeah, I'm like so shoot. So oh, uh, have you ever done the glory hole? I, mean, I have not. Oh. oh, I have not. That <laughs> that's another fantasy bucket list item of mine. Oh, uh, well, all <laughs> I know is if you ever go to the East Coast, Holly Kim Swallow, she got you covered. Oh, okay. Charge with a Kim Swallow, yeah. Hell but yeah, yeah no, nah, because no, nah, I've uh, talked to a bunch of girls that have done that. And uh, that's that that that's an interesting, interesting thing. I'm surprised they ain't really. I'm surprised there ain't no glory holes in Vegas. I think there's a glory hole studio here, but I don't know if there's any. I don't know if there's a real glory hole. I think maybe there's one. I think there's an adult theater that might have one here. Mm-hmm. Well, well, all I got to say is, fellas. <laughs> It, it might be an experience you might want to take. I never experienced it, you know. No, period. no, I never experienced a glory hole. 
know what I'm saying? Hmm. I didn't been in plenty of holes, but not not, not, <laughs> <laughs> not that one yet. <laughs> yeah, no, not that one. No. Because like I said, they they don't have any nearby. Mm-hmm. And if and 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 if if I mean there, there's nothing nearby. Like North Carolina yeah. just sucks as far as the the uh the community. So everything yeah. is spread out or what have you, you know. So I mean, like I don't know what Vegas. I heard Vegas is hot and cold to a certain extent with lifestyle. Yeah, definitely. But shoot, but shoot. you seem like you having fun though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how often do you film? Because it's like you do get around and film a lot. Yeah, lately I've been trying to work more and and get out there and do more collabs and and pro shoots and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I I try to like film at least you know two weeks out of the out of the month, you know, mm-hmm. and just keep getting more and more of a catalog going. Yeah, I see. Because you you probably be working tomorrow too, right? Yeah, yes, I am. <laughs> and and do you want to give away who you're working with? Um, so I'm working for Jerk Off Instruction. It's like a JOY studio. We're okay. gonna do a bunch of um, JOYs and like a virtual sex scene, kind of like writing mm. POV mm. type stuff. Oh. So you get the okay. Explain a jerk off construction video to to my listeners. Uh, so I basically, you know, tell you with my words and like with my hand motions, like how to jerk off and like kind of go through like a session with you, of like you know, speeding up and slowing down and like just kind of following my voice and fantasizing and until. You know, completion. <laughs> See, that's why it helps to have a sexy voice because you, <laughs> because uh, it because if you ain't got a sexy voice, it ain't gonna work. No, <laughs> you can't. Really not. <laughs> you can't sound like Minnie Mouse trying to tell somebody how to jerk off. It ain't mm-hmm. gonna work. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, so with that being said, baby girl, tell everybody where they can find you, mama. So you can find me on Twitter, um, Celeste Luna XO. Um, you can search for me on Pornhub, Celeste Luna, and um, also on OnlyFans and Minivids. So yeah, just search my name on there. Most definitely. And like I said, fellas, she is a official smoke buddy. You'll be hearing more from her. We'll get to ride with her on her journey in the adult film business. Yes. I'm looking forward. And I hope to get to meet this lovely lady face to face one day. It will happen. Yes. Most definitely. Once so these conventions that, are back. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. I got to get you out of Vegas. I gotta get out to Vegas one day anyway. So I got yeah. too many people out there I need to hook up with. So <laughs> so with that being said, people, you know how we always end this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge, mom. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>